Welcome to Adventist Angels Watchman Radio. Your number one Christian radio setting west to the ends of the earth, live online on the podcast. My name is Evangelist King Osiem. Let us pray. Mighty Father, in the name of Je- the name of Jesus Christ, we come before you this morning. We give you glory and honor. Thank you for your guidance as we are going to have a Bible study. Guide us through. Let the Spirit guide us. For in Jesus' name we pray and I believe. Amen. Today we are going to look upon the topic in the spirit and the power of Elias. Through the long centuries that have passed since Elias, through the long centuries that have passed since Elijah's time, the record of his life has brought inspiration and courage to those who have been called to stand for the right in the midst of apostasy. And for us, upon whom the ends of the world had come, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 11, it has special significance. Its story is being repeated. The world today as it is Ahab's and it is Jezebel's. Thus Ahab's and it is Jezebel's. The present age is one of idolatry as severely as was, as that, as was that in which Elijah lived. No outward shrine may be visible. There may be no image for the eye to rest upon, yet thousands are uh, following after the gods of this world, after riches, fame, pleasure, and the pleasing fables that permit man to follow the inclinations of the unregenerate earth. Matthews have a wrong conception of God's attributes and are as truly serving a false god as were the worshippers of Baha'i. Many even of those who claim to be Christians have allied themselves with influences that are an artery opposed to God and His truth. Thus, they are led to turn away from the divine and to, the, and to exalt the human. The prevailing spirit of our time is one of infidelity and apostasy. A spirit of avoid illumination because of a knowledge of truth. But in the reality of the blindest presumption, human theories are exalted and placed where God and His law should be. Satan tempts men and women to disobey with the promise that in disobedience they could find liberty and freedom that would make them as gods. There is seen a spirit of opposition to the plain word of God, of idolatrous exaltation of human wisdom above divine revelation. Men have allowed their minds to become so darkened and confused by conformity toward their customs and influences that they seem to have lost all power to discriminate between light and darkness, truth and error. So far have they departed from the right way uh, that they hold the opinions of a few philosophers, so-called, to the more trustworthy than the truths of the Bible. The entreaties and the promises of God's word, it is threatenings against disobedience and idolatry, these seem powerless to merit their hearts. A faith such as actuated Paul, Peter, and John, they regard as old-fashioned, mystical, and unworthy of the intelligence of modern thinkers. In the beginning, God gave his law to mankind as a means of attaining happiness and eternal life. Satan's only hope of thwarting the purpose of God is to lead men 
and women to disobey this law. And his constant effort has been to misrepresent it is teachings and to pirito it is importance. In his master stroke has been an attempt to change the law itself so as to lead men to violate its precepts while professing to obey it. One writer has likened the attempt to change the law of God to an accident or an incident. Okay, one writer has likened the attempt to change the law of God to an ancient mischievous practice of turning in a wrong direction a signpost erected at an important junction where two roads meet. The perfectity and hardship which this practice often caused was great. A signpost was erected by God for those journeying through this world. One arm of this signpost pointed out a willing obedience to the Creator as the road of felicity and as the road of felicity. Sorry, a signpost was erected by God uh, for those journeying through this world. One arm of this signpost pointed out willing obedience to the Creator as the road to felicity and life, while the other arm indicated disobedience as the path to misery and death. The way to happiness was as clearly defined as was the way to the city of refuge under the Jewish dispensation. Sorry, let us continue. The way of happiness was as clearly defined as the way to the city of refuge under the Jewish dispensation. But in an evil hour for our race, the great enemy of all good turned the signpost around and multitudes have mistaken the way. Through Moses, the Lord instructed the Israelites, Verily my Sabbath you shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that you may know that I am the Lord that does sanctify you. You shall keep the Sabbath therefore, for it is holy unto you. Everyone that defileth it shall be surely be put to death. For whosoever does any work in the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. Wherefore, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generations for a perpetual covenant. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. Exodus chapter 31, verses 13 to 17. In these words, the Lord clearly defined obedience as the way to the seat of God. But the man of sin has changed the signpost, make it point in the wrong direction. He has set up a false Sabbath and has caused men and women to think that by receiving by resting on it, they are obeying the commandment of, of the Creator. <laughs> God has declared that the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord. When the heavens and the earth were finished, He exalted this day as a memorial of His creative work, resting on the seventh day from all His work which He had made. God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Genesis chapter 2, verses 1. To three. At the time of the exodus from Egypt, the Sabbath institution was brought prominently before the people of God, while they were still in bondage 
their taskmasters had attempted to force them to labor on the Sabbath by increasing the amount of work required each week. Again and again, the conditions of labor had been made hardest and more exacting. But the Israelites were delivered from bondage and brought to a place where they might observe and molested all the precepts of Jehovah. At Sinai, the law was spoken, and a cup of it on two tables of stone were written with the finger of God, and it was delivered to Moses. Exodus 1.18 And through nearly forty years of wandering the, wandering, the Israelites were constantly reminded of God's appointed rest day by the withholding of manna every seventh day and the miraculous preservation of the double portion that fell on the preparation day. <coughs> before entering the promised land, the Israelites were uh, before entering the promised land, the Israelites were admonished by Moses to keep the Sabbath day to sanctify it. Deuteronomy chapter 5 verses 12. The Lord designed that by faithful observance to, separ- to the Sabbath command, Israel should continually be reminded of their accountability to Him as their Creator and their Redeemer. While they should, um, while they, while they should keep the Sabbath in the proper spirit, idolatry could not exist among them. But should the claims of this precept of the Decalogue be set aside as no longer binding? The Creator would be forgotten and men would worship other gods. The Bible says in the book of Ezekiel chapter 20 verses 12, Ezekiel chapter 20 verse 16, Ezekiel chapter 20 verse 19, Ezekiel chapter 20 verses 20, the Bible says, I gave them my Sabbaths, God declares, to be a sign between me and them, that they might know that I am the Lord that sanctified them. This is the signpost. I gave them my Sabbaths. God declares to be a sign between me and them, that they might know I am the Lord that sanctified them. Yet they despised my judgments and walked not in my statutes, but polluted my Sabbaths, for their hearts went after their idols, and in his appeal to them to return to him, he called their attention anew to the importance of keeping the Sabbath holy. I am the Lord your God, he said, walk in my statutes and keep my judgments and do them and allow my sabbaths and they shall be a sign between me and you that you may you may know that i am the lord your god ezekiel 20 12 16 19 and 20. in calling the attention of judah to the sins that finally brought upon them the Babylonish captivity the lord declares thou hast profaned my sabbaths therefore have i poured out my indignation upon them I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. Their own way have I recompensed upon their heads. Ezekiel 22 verses 8, Ezekiel 22, 31. At the restoration of Jerusalem in the days of Nehemiah, Sabbath breaking was met with a stern inquiry. Did not your father stars and did did not your father stars and did not our God bring all this evil upon us and upon this city? Yet you bring more wrath upon Israel by profaning the Sabbath, Nehemiah chapter 13, verse 18. 
Christ Jesus, during his earthly ministry, emphasized the binding claims of the Sabbath in all his teaching. He showed reverence for the institution he himself had given. In his days, the Sabbath had become so perverted that its observancy reflected the character of selfish and arbitrary and arbitrary men rather than the character of God. Christ set aside the false teaching by which those who claimed to know God had misrepresented him. Although followed with merciless hostility by the rapists, he did not even appear to conform to their requirements, but went straight forward keeping the Sabbath according to the law of God. In unmistakable language, he testified to his regard for the law of Jehovah, saying, Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets, he said. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, Till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one title shall in no wise pass from the law, till all be fulfilled. Whosoever therefore shall break one of the whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments, and shall teach uh, shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called the great shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Matthew five seventeen to nineteen. During the Christian dispensation, the great enemy of man's happiness has made the Sabbath of the fourth commandment an object of special attack. Satan says, I will work at cross purposes with God. I will embargo my followers to set aside God's memorial, the seventh day Sabbath. Thus, I will show the world that the day sanctified and blessed by God has been changed, that that day shall not live in the minds of the people. I will obliterate the I will obliterate the memory of it. I will place in its stead a day that does not bear the credentials of God, a day that cannot be a signpost between God and his people, a day that cannot be a sign between God and his people. I will lead those I will lead those who accept this day to place upon it the sanctity that God placed upon the seventy-day Sabbath. Satanists will also say, through my vicegerents, I will exalt myself. The first day will be extolled, will be extolled, and the Protestant world will receive this spurious Sabbath as genuine. Through the non-observance of the Sabbath that the God instituted, I will bring Israel into contempt. The words assigned between me and you throughout your generations, I will make to serve on the side of my Sabbath. Thus the world will become mine. I will be the ruler of the earth, the prince of the world. I will so control the minds under my power that God's Sabbath shall be a special object of contempt. A sign? I will make the observance of the seventh day a sign of disloyalty to the authorities of earth. Human laws will be made so stringent that men and women will not dare to observe the seventh day Sabbath. For fear of wanting food and clothing, they will join with the world in transgressing God's law. The earth will be holy under my dominion. Through the setting up of a false Sabbath, the enemy thought to change times and laws. But as he really succeeded in changing God's law, 
the words of the 13th chapter of Exodus, the words of the 31st uh, chapter of Exodus are the answer. He who is the same yesterday, today and forever as declared of the 70 day Sabbath, he says, it is a sign between me and you uh, it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations it is a sign forever exodus at 1 13 and 17. the changed signpost is pointing the wrong way but god has not changed he is still the mighty god of israel behold the nations are a drop of a packet and are counted as the small dust of the parents behold he taketh up the isos as a very retro thing and lebanon is not sufficient to pan not the beast thereof sufficient for a pant offering all nations before him are as nothing and they are counted to him less than nothing and the vanity isaiah 40 verse 15 to 17 and he is and he is just as jealousy for his law now as he was in the days of ahab and elijah but how is it that how is that law disregarded today? Behold, the world today is in open rebellion against God. This is in truth a forward generation, filled with ingratitude, formalism, insincerity, pride, and apostasy. Men, men neglected the Bible and ate truth. Jesus sees Israel rejected, his love despised, his ambassadors treated with indifference. He has spoken by his masses, but he has spoken by his masses. Okay, many neglected the Bible and ate truth. Jesus sees his law rejected, his love despised, his ambassadors treated with indifference. He has spoken by his masses, but these have been unacknowledged. He has spoken by warnings, but these have been unheeded. The temple cause of the human soul have been turned into places of unholy traffic, selfishness, envy, pride, malice, or cherished. Men do not hesitate to sneer at the word of God. Those who believe that word just as it reads are held to ridicule. There is a growing contempt for law and order, directly traceable to a violation of the plain commandments of Jehovah. Violence and crime are the result of turning aside from the paths of obedience to the laws of Jehovah. Behold the wretchedness and the misery of Matthew Simbal, who worship at the shrine of idols, and who seek in vain for the happiness and, and for peace. The book of Isaiah chapter 48 verse 16 says, If we would have known the source of peace, it is the commandments of God. Behold, the very near universal disregard of the Sabbath commandments. Behold, or the daring impiety of those who, while enacting laws to safeguard the supposed sanctity of the first day of the week, at the same time are making laws regularizing the liquor traffic. While above that which is, is written, they attempt to coerce the consciences of men, while lending their sanction to an evil that brutalizes and destroys the beings created in the image of God. It is Satan himself who inspires such reg registration and laws. He well knows that the curse of God will rest on those who exalt human enactments above the divine law. 
and he does all in his power to lead men in the broad road that ends in destruction. <coughs> so long have men worshipped human opinions. So long have men worshipped human opinions and human institutions that almost the whole world is following after idols. And he who has endeavored to change God's law is using every deceptive artifice to induce men and women to array themselves against God and against the sign by which the righteous are known. But the Lord will not always suffer his law to be broken and despised with impunity. There is a time coming when the lofty looks of man shall be humble and the hotness of men shall be bowed down, and the Lord alone shall be exalted in that day. Isaiah 2 verse 11. Skepticism, skepticism may treat the claims of God's law with jest, scoffing, and denial. The spirit of wildness may contaminate the many and control the few. The cause of God may hold its ground only by great exertion and continuous sacrifice. Yet in the end, the truth will triumph gloriously. In the crossing work of God in the earth, the standard of his law will be again exalted. In the crossing work of God in the earth, the standard of his law will be again exalted. False religion may prevail now, iniquity may abound, the love of many may wax cold, the cross of Calvary may be lost sight of, and darkness, like the pole of death, may spread over the world. The whole force of the popular current may be turned against the truth. Brought against plots may be formed to overthrow the people of God in these last days. But in the hour of great peril, the God of Elijah will raise up human instrumentalities to bear a message that will not be silenced. In the popular cities of the land and in the places where men have gone to the greatest lengths in speaking against the Most High God, the voice of stern rebuke will be held and heard. Boldly, with men of God's appointment, denounce the union of church and state, the church with the world. Honestly, will they call upon men and women to turn from the observancy of man-made institution to observancy of the true Bible Sabbath. Fear God and give glory to Him, they will proclaim to every nation, for the hour of the hour of His judgment is come, and worship Him that made the heaven and the earth and the sea at the fountains of the waters. If any, if any man worship the beast and his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink off the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. Revelation 14 verse 7 to 10. God will not break his covenant, nor utter the thing that has gone out of his lips. His word will stand fast forever as an, an unalterable and altered as his throne stands forever. At the judgment, this covenant will be brought forth plainly, plainly written with the finger of God, and the word will be arraigned before the power of infinite justice to receive sentence. Today, as in the days of Elijah, the line of demarcation between God's commandment-keeping people and the worshippers of false gods and idols is clearly drawn. 
How long had you between two opinions? Elijah cried to the people, If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 21. And the message for today is, Babylon the Great is fallen, is fallen, that great city. Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of our sins, that you receive not of our breaks, for our sins have reached unto heaven, and God has remembered our iniquities. Revelation chapter 18, verses 2, verses 4, verses 5. The time is not far distant when the test will come to every soul. The observance of the full Sabbath will be urged upon us. The contest will be between the commandments of God and the commandments of men. Those who have yielded step by step to what it demands and conform to what it customs will then yield to the powers that be, rather than subject themselves to derision, insult, threatened imprisonment, and death. At that time, the gold will be separated from the dross. True godliness will be clearly distinguished from the appearance and tinsel of it. Many a star will be admonished for its brilliancy. Many a star that we, many a star that we have admired for its brilliancy will then go out in darkness. Many a star that we have admired for wrong for its brilliancy will then go out in darkness. Those who have assumed the ornaments of the sanctuary but are not clothed with Christ's righteousness will then appear in the shame of their own nakedness. Among artists' inhabitants, scattered in every land, there are those who have not bowed their knee to Baal. Like the stars of heaven, we, which appear only at night, these faithful ones will shine forth when darkness covers the earth and grows darkness the people. In the other lands of Africa, in the Catholic lands of Europe and the South America, in China, in India, in the islands of the sea, and in all the dark corners of the earth, God has in reserve a firmament of chosen ones that will yet shine forever and forth amidst the darkness, revealing clearly to an apostate world the transforming power of obediency to his law. Even now, they are appearing in every nation among every tongue. Even now, they are appearing in every nation among every tongue and people in the hour of deepest apostates in the world when Satan's supreme effort is to is made to cause all both small and great rich and poor free and bond to receive under penalty of death the sign of allegiance to a false rest day these faithful ones blameless and harmless the sons of God without rebuke will shine as lights in the world Revelation chapter 13 verse 16, Philippians chapter 2 verse 15, The darker the night, the more brilliantly will they shine. The darker the night in the world, the more brilliantly will they shine until Jesus Christ comes. What strange work Elijah would have done in numbering Israel at the time when God's judgments were falling upon the backsliding people. He could count only one on the Lord's side. But when the Lord said, I, even uh, when he said, but when he said, I, even I, I am only left, they seek my life. The word of the Lord surprised him, saying, Yet have I left me seven thousand 
in Israel, or the knees which have not bowed unto Baal, the sun god. First Kings chapter 19 verse 14. First Kings chapter 19 verse 18. Then left no man, then left no man attempt to number Israel today, but let everyone have a heart of flesh and a heart of tender sympathy, a heart that like that of Jesus Christ reaches out for the salvation of a lost world. Thank you for joining us. This is Adventist Angels Watchmen Radio Live Broadcast, Live International. Be prepared for the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Evangelist King Osiemo from the Horn of Africa. Peace be with you. Share more with others. Behold the power of Elijah. Let us pray. Almighty Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, thank you for being with us at this very hour. Save us, we pray, through the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Reach your people, as you have said, you will draw them back to yourself. Through the power of Elijah, in these last days, you will return them back to you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray, and we believe. Amen. Peace be with you. Find us on podcast, on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, and find our radio app, Adventist Angels Watchman Radio. Peace.